Hi everyone, uh, welcome to episode 3 of Hashtag Backstage with Redesign. Uh, we are waiting for people to join in and as soon as we have some people then we are going to get our guest of today uh, live in this chat and as soon as we have that we will start our conversation with uh, a very very special guest. Uh, we have already announced who he is. He is a very dear friend of mine. I know him for almost uh, 8 to 10 years now. Uh, we go back to college times. Uh, he has been a business mentor, not to me, but to a lot of young entrepreneurs uh, in the fashion and event space. He is a serial entrepreneur. He has set up uh, one of the most sought after fashion events in the country, uh, which is India Beach Fashion Week in the leagues of Lakme Fashion Week and Blender Sprite Fashion Week. And today we're going to get uh, to chat with him and have um, sort of informal and uh, behind the scenes conversation about what goes in creating uh, the glamorous events and what are the not so glamorous activities that need to be done to create an event like that. So uh, in another minute, we'll uh, have Parlav live on the chat. I think we have him already. I'm just going to send him a request to be live in a chat. For everybody else uh, to get context, we're going to be waiting for a few more people to join in before we start the session. Uh, Pallav is based in Goa. Uh, he His background is from NIFT and um, he has worked with some of the top fashion designers in the country. He runs a very, very popular fashion retail chain called Como Collective, uh, also based in Goa. So if you guys have questions about uh, how to make it in the industry as a designer or um, uh, if there are any, any other questions related to the business of fashion, please feel free to ask him. So we're going to jump right in and take him live to 10 seconds and I think he is almost there. Uh, if any of you miss out uh, in this session. Hi guys. Hi Pallav, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? How's everyone here? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to see you after so long because now this yes. is normal to see each other. <laughs> Hope I'm audible. Hope I'm audible to everyone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. All loud and clear. Yeah. Great. How are things there in Goa? I think we are one, one of those few lucky ones uh, to have uh, a kind of green zone. So, so far things are good here. You know, uh, considering things uh, nationally has been very, very disappointing and uh, for everyone. But we are trying to uh, maintain our green zone so far. Super. And yeah, so we, yeah, we have those, we have a little bit of liberty to head out and go for our walks and meet few close friends and things like that. Yeah, no one has gone to the beach yet, which the world ah. is missing. <laughs> So a lot of a lot of people want to head to the beach, but yeah, we are maintaining our cool so far, and saying you know let let this beach get better, and then we do that what we need to do. Right, right. But uh, very surprisingly, Goa turned out to be one of the uh, key places where they were able to maintain the kind of a discipline, and still be you know um, uh, very organized in their approach to the COVID situation. Yeah. Yes. So I think. I think this happened on the early stage, certain, you know, certain uh, precautions which were taken in the very early stage. And uh, that has helped us to be uh, COVID free, you know, when, when this whole thing came up with the lockdown. 
uh, for few days we were we were completely you know not even allowed to go out there and buy vegetables and groceries and and you know be really really indoors so that yeah. really helped us in long run secondly the tourist we the main scare was that a lot of tourists are in goa so you know and there's a lot of movement from goa to the world and world to goa so you know everybody was like uh, really concerned that goa will have some huge numbers coming in but mm. uh, yeah we controlled and the government was very very proactive they were mm. testing people every house had people come over and like my house including and all the houses of my friends there were people who went into got tests and thing like that done so i think okay. uh, those precautionary measures were done in a very beginning and that was, that's okay. what has helped us okay so uh, were people tested uh, at home and uh, things like that i mean were people individually tested at home so the individually they have been to every home at least the people that i have spoken to uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not like live testing what they have done but they have got all the information about people who are uh, you know so you have you traveled anybody has traveled in your family where have you gone out have you you know have a, uh, have you been able to uh, you know you, have you attended any event so things like that so they asked a lot of questions they, yeah 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 and then when we said uh, and most of the people i hope 90% of people uh, spoke the truth and and that has really helped us contain contain covid so that's very very good for goa actually i mean I and mean, we are fortunate we are lucky enough actually actually there's a lot to take away from goa as a state uh, not just in terms of the covid situation but otherwise as well uh just in terms of commerce industry exposure uh, also the last time that i came to goa there were a lot of startup events uh, which had started uh, springing up in various sections along with startup india initiative so i think it's picking up as a state not just for tourism but for a lot of other things and it's great that you are there at the starting point where now just beginning to uh, you know explore in the ecosystem yes so i think goa is moving from just a just a tourist fun destination to also a kind of a business destination uh, people have realized that uh, you know it's not only about uh, you know the number of hours you put into uh, into your into your work or your business but you also need that lifestyle where you can spend some time with your family with your own self go yeah. out and feel good about yourself and and get motivated every day when you wake up you know and this is was one major reason of me being in bombay for 20 years to move to goa because i really wanted to feel inspired every morning that i woke up my work really inspires me and i and i never wanted that you know i wake up and think about 100 other things you know when i wake up and and i'm not focused toward my work so yeah. moving back to goa yeah moving back to goa really helped me get more focused i in fact i feel that we spend more a productive time you know it's more a productive time than you being stuck out there so yeah and that's good that's good i think for any creative person or any entrepreneur who can utilize the ecosystem and go to the next level i bet i bet because uh, and um, a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, ecosystem is uh, very conducive and it just gives you a lot of space to think um, creatively also in terms of community engagement as opposed to a bombay or delhi where you'll be mostly stuck in traffic and uh, you know getting and commute to the places is most of the hassle itself so that that will be part of the equation i think every creative individual needs a space i i am I'm, i'm one of those guys who believe that you know creative people uh, are special people you know they are really special uh, they have to think beyond what a normal people think they have to think beyond uh, you know 9 uh, to 5 jobs 
you know they have to always be inspired because if creative people are not inspired they can never bring out something different for the world you know they yeah. are little erratic they might be little erratic in their behaviors they might be little moody in at times but i think that's one reason why they make beautiful things exactly exactly because uh, i mean yeah so we'll get into that that is definitely one part of the question uh, about the creative process and uh, because you've seen so many creative uh, individuals go from scratch to also becoming the best version of themselves or rising to the top of their industry so uh, we'll be talking about that uh, but first things i wanted to ask you is uh, you uh, were at nift and then you also worked in the industry so how did you transition into entrepreneurship and uh, how was how, how did how did that journey happen basically well i think uh, it to me it happened all by uh, you know uh, when we were in nift we were uh, very inspired to you know just go out there and become this hot shot designer when we joined nift that yeah. was our whole perspective until uh, until uh, you know as you graduate along 2 3 4 5, the when we were in the third year of our college we started seeing things more clearly we started thinking that oh wow we want to be in fashion but maybe we don't want to make clothes i don't want to be a f- fashion designer maybe maybe we want to ensure that we communicate fashion we want to be a fashion marketer you know yeah. so uh, you know uh, a lot of this clarity happens only once you go through the process hmm hmm so for all the young people who say you know we want to be a fashion designer so yeah great in the beginning you know but once you go through a creative process from a fashion designer you started thinking fashion marketer maybe then hmm. you think oh you know what i want to be a fashion entrepreneur maybe then you start thinking that i might i want to utilize technology as an advantage to build fashion so it all depends and it's a process it doesn't happen overnight so yeah. uh, you know until we graduated uh, for me uh, living in bombay was difficult i didn't have enough monies to you know to take care of my expenses to take care of my lifestyle and uh, that's when uh, i said you know let me take up some industry projects because that will help me you know uh, this money will help me maybe live a better life or maybe go for one of those weekend with my friends you know which otherwise i could not afford you know right so yeah so that's when i started taking smaller projects and when i started taking projects i started getting into the whole process of entrepreneurship because once once you are a freelancer you technically become this guy where you are you you are your own company you know yes. once you are a freelancer right. you are a company by itself you know and you go through this whole process of oh, presentation you go through this whole process where you don't get paid at times you go through this whole process that, you know you put like 3 4 5 10 days of effort and and the client just says in one day you know oh i don't like this this is not creative or good enough you know so this is just a process and 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 we all have to go through that process to be where we are but like they always yeah. say necessity is a mother of an invention you know so typically in my in my case it was that so i needed money and uh, i felt uh, my education uh, to complete i need to get into entrepreneurship and that's when all these things started happening you know so it started with freelancers and then the rest is something that we will talk about that's amazing because uh this is almost like almost a decade back and uh, i clearly remember that i had just come to bombay uh, to start my graduation and uh, you as a senior had started going out on the scene and making things happen uh, there was very less exposure in terms of social media being used to propagate yourself 
or uh, the only way was to actually try fail and then find out if it actually works or not so big kudos to you guys and this whole batch and generation of entrepreneurs who set out the example for us to uh, you know keep the hustle going forward and uh, uh, being in nift i think there were very less examples of alumni who had gone out and taken the risk to move out of a corporate job to do something uh, different yeah uh, to explore a field and i think that mattered a lot uh, when we were making our choices so uh, when it, when it's trickling down to the kind of decisions we were able to make your decisions uh, were a big part of that whole chain uh which brings me to my next question uh which is very important uh that in the fashion industry we learned that you know there is two aspects one is like you said uh becoming the fashion designer uh the guy who wants to make it big uh wants to get popular wants all of these products to uh sell in you know uh, probably outlets or online now online but earlier just maybe outlets and then uh, there is the fashion show itself which is the place where a designer would go to find these buyers right right as we stand today you have both parts of this i chain right you have the home collective store uh, which is the place where a designer gets the exposure and you have the india week fashion week which is the platform so uh, did you actually plan this out because it's a great value chain and what was the thought process behind it right so i would i would like to just uh, focus things out there where you know you start to feel you start to feel like you mentioned that you know uh, when we started off and 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 there was not a huge social media as a as a you know driver where you could go out there and speak out to people and you can just send an email and people or you write something on a social media feed and you know people you get noticed and now we have this whole linkedin and facebooks and instagram of the world and and at that time it was it was a time where we had to purely prove ourselves you know so which unlike you know unlike in the current part where you know uh, we we utilize our social media as a as a as a platform to send things we had to physically meet one person maybe 10 times yeah you know maybe 10 times to <laughs> 10 times to get there and to get that one creative process you know approved or go to the next level so i just feel that i just feel that the people of this age who are who are so fortunate enough you know i just feel that if the technology can be taken for advantage especially for the fashion industry i think yeah. there is a long way to go you know i i somehow missed your last part maybe because of the connection issue so maybe can you repeat yeah. the question again yeah so i was asking uh, uh, you know the fashion show itself is a platform where the designers want to present and find potential buyers and right the and the store is the place where uh, store is the buyer which attends the fashion show and right as an entrepreneur today you have both parts of that supply chain you have the store and you have the show so essentially sure. you have the complete end to end platform so uh, what was the thought process and the kind of effort that went behind creating this massive structure so uh, you know uh, when we started india big fashion week it was one of those ideas where we felt that resort and travel and uh, you know uh, and destination fashion can go to the next level people had just started to travel people had just started to explore the whole idea of destination and thing like that and we said you know why 
you know there can't be a better place than goa to showcase the creativity yeah. of 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 designers i think goa is one of the most stylish places in the country today you know yeah. and and also it rep- represents the represents the the you know the spirit of resort and beach and travel and all those beautiful ideas so we started the fashion week purely from a very creative zone and i always tell everybody that if you start a business or you want to start a business please don't think of numbers you know first get creative you know till that and you are not creative you know you only think of numbers and you lose the journey in between you know yeah so the idea was to start uh, uh, you know to do things creatively and then everything else followed in place in our third season we started realizing that you know we are doing this fashion week we are doing we are bringing the best of talent young talent we established talent and celebrities and media and the entire jing bang from the world and and but if there's no business conversion happening for the designers and people who are coming to participate you know this would not go for very long you know it right. may be business yeah it may be business for few but it may not be business for the main people who make a fashion week so yeah. the people who really make fashion week are designers people the entire industry who come and showcase the creativity and yeah. there are there are professional like models and hair and makeup team and back end team and technicians and and a production team and everybody who makes the fashion week but yeah it all starts from the creativity of the designers to showcase the creative talent to people and if that kind of talent who doesn't find the end consumption or commerce to the entire thing i think uh, we have not done anything except doing an entertainment show precisely very so, very yeah yeah so the whole idea of uh, you know in the third season we realized oh let's get buyers and let's get not only the buyers which are stores but let's also get customers who are b2c who would come and buy so we are one of those few fashion weeks who believed that buying is not only about stores buying is also about consumptions of normal people like me and you who would come and just like something on the ramp and immediately can convert because yeah. earlier buying was all about oh, only stores can come and you know only these people can come and buy why why do put that structure when a yeah. designer is getting business why to stop the designers from getting business so we went to the b2c kind of platform as well so b2b and b2c both were taken until season 4 season 5 we started realizing that no matter how many uh, you know we invite buyers we invite people but there is no structure to this whole business coming alive so basically mm-hmm. you know we are we are doing this but still we have not been able to convince a huge consumption for the designers means consumption means commerce and that's when we decided that you know it's a very very essential step to take it's a big big step to take but we will go with our own fashion store right you know right. it was a total different shift from an ip and event to starting a retail store and we didn't even think about an online retail store we thought about a a larger than life physical structure which will give identity to the store to goa and our designers who represent it that's right so that's right. so that's that's when the whole idea of como came in como became buyers for our designers so como yeah. came on board and it also started looking into buying our designers and and if if nobody buys we will buy so it's right. that's the whole thing you know if you're not getting commerce anywhere we will give you commerce right right and right. Uh, and and uh, uh, you know i also feel that uh, you know this whole uh, somebody has to do it you know there was no fashion week which was really ensuring that the designers are eventually getting retailed so we said you know what let's let's create a platform which will retail so uh, como came alive and we never thought about online believe me we never wanted to go online you know we always said 
designer wear is about touch and feel it's all about the experience it's all about people coming and feeling the experience of the store trying the clothes out we never wanted to be a online store you know and uh, and our designers also felt ki you know even today every if you ask any creative person or any creative uh, any good designer they will only say one thing that you know uh, we want to you know we want to see people coming and experiencing our store we want people to come and experience our clothes we want them to go through this whole creative process you know unfortunately we are living in a time where physical contact is limited as yeah. of as of now but yeah but let's see let's see i'm 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 a pure believer of physical experiential stores got it got it so uh, i mean you uh first of all if uh, anybody hasn't experienced como they should go out uh, they have to go to goa and look at the store and the beauty with which it is done it's absolutely fantastic uh, it's very rich in its experience itself as a store and multi brand outlet although there are so many which are opening up in bombay delhi bangalore etc but you have to see how it's done and uh, i think well, we are opening up more of them in uh, multiple cities in the times to come uh, yeah we were opening we were opening and uh, i think we had two store openings uh, this month uh, around 15th of uh, may uh, one was uh, in uh, kathmandu nepal and uh, we had uh, we were all gearing up <laughs> and then this covid happened so you know we said okay fine we had one more opening of a new concept called como getaway stores so como okay. getaway stores are really designed for to be in airports and five star hotels and other hospitality chain which is about fashion travel store so mm. uh, so may we had slated to open two stores uh, in the month of june july we had another two stores opening uh, one at hyderabad and one at pune so as of now we are relaxing right. and as of now we are waiting to see how do we what happens next with this whole right. covid scenario yeah Absolutely. so yeah that's how we are got it but awesome congratulations on that part we are all very excited to see the como getaways and as we were talking outside the uh, scope of this interview as well uh, it's a very exciting space to be in itself and i think the next four years will prove uh, uh, the point uh, but given this scenario the current situation of covid and the kind of restrictions that are there uh, i believe that this is going to come back and uh, take it on shape it will take its way and curve but are there any specific strategies that you are trying to deploy in stores or in the customers experience in the store uh, to you know deal with the situation uh, see i think i think um, uh, to one to its own and and our experience with our customer has been very personal you know and i just feel that till the time we keep this personal experiences with our consumers uh we are not a we are not a store which is uh, you know which has a footfall of 100 200 people coming every day you know yeah. we are a store where uh, we may have 10 people who walk in but we know those 10 people and we have a personal personal relationship with these 10 people we ensure that we give them time effort energy and a good cup of coffee when they are <laughs> when they are with us you know so i just feel that uh, our strategy will always be personalization you know wherever we are we will only focus on personalization we will focus on our curated events which we do every month at como whether it's yeah. a wine and cheese or a cocktail event and thing like that uh, we will always be be the you know the store next next door who wants to see you fashionable who wants to see you stylish 
whom you connect yourself as a family store where you can go and you know feel comfortable and 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 that's where we want to be so personalization is the key uh, i do understand that with this whole idea of this whole scenario of covid and and the way it's going you know there will be cash crunches there will be there will be you know there will be a limitation on cash flows and thing like that for which we have taken a measure where we have launched our affordable line for the summers and times to come which starts at 699 and goes up till 499 so anything from 700 to 5000 rupees is an affordable line which we have created for the young consumers you know for the young consumers right. also they have also uh, you know the sizes have been put in which is small medium large xl double xl so these sizes also help our consumers because the couture clothing which was which would start at say 3000 and go up till 10 15000 may or may not have sizes so we hmm. said you know let's let's become more functional let's become more approachable let's become more young and that's how yeah. these are the few measures which we are taking got it got it i mean i think uh, this is a personalization itself uh while the industry and the space is shifting to a more online and uh, you know uh, virtual interaction but i think personal uh and retention of customers by giving them value of experience that will never lose its charm and uh, that it's here to stay so i think it's a great uh, long term strategy um yeah so that brings me to the next question uh i think ibfw is a 3 day event uh, 3 or 4 day event right yeah the 3 days of madness actually yeah. <laughs> right so uh, a lot of people uh, when they look at a fashion show they see the 3 days of execution uh, when everything is just going on point all of your plans are being put into action and uh, you know one camera effect after another and one show after another but you the guy who are you the you the person behind building that 3 day event right so in actuality how many days does it take to build a 3 day event i think uh, we work for uh, almost 6 months to for those 3 day event so <laughs> yeah it's a it's a 6 month effort so every time we finish a fashion week we start working for the next one the next day maybe people take one or two days break to feel little relaxed but okay. uh, yeah yeah it's a 6 it's a 6 month of effort because there's a lot that goes into building an ip uh, i would not say an event but uh, once an event reaches to a certain level where it starts capitalizing where it starts uh, generating great content and when it reaches to a point where it starts giving commerce to people uh, it's not an event anymore it becomes a intellectual property by itself you know right. so there's a difference between an ip and an event so once hmm. you become an ip uh, you have to plan every level you know it takes you know complete 6 months of planning so you you get into the whole idea of uh, how that how will how the season will be what will be the theme of the season what are we talking to people and how are we how are we establishing uh, a new season as a next big thing for our designers how we are shortlisting our designers uh, you know how we will ensure that the people are who are attending the event also have an experience have something different to see every time you know how we ensure that our brand and sponsors who are very key factors to a event like an, an ip how are they been taken care of so a six month process is basically to ensure that we we tie on all the loose ends and also keep keep a track on the numbers which are which are numbers right. which are basically okay so what is has been our milestone which we are reaching every 15 days one month two months three months because 
the business plan also should not shake so it's it's like a full mix of creativity business plan and production execution so what you right. see in the physical event production side of it it it's a it's technically starts taking shape one month uh, or you could say one month before the event the whole production okay. idea so when when you actually start sitting with vendors when you starts actually sitting with different event companies start getting quotes from them start thinking about the technical execution start talking to choreographers have 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 these model model hunts across the cities and things like that get more creative people involved in it get more brains to you know function so that's a one month process but uh, you know wow. the actual event is a one month process you know but uh, before that is another five months of hard work well wow, that's amazing i think it's very important for people to know the kind of uh, glamorous hustle that goes behind uh, creating a glamorous event like that and then also maintaining the marketing part of it creating the demand and engaging the audience it's it's a huge giant of an animal to tame uh, with hundreds of moving parts and i think uh, your leadership as a project manager or as a team leader uh, comes into play uh, so for all the uh, students or all the designers and you know there are plenty on the design uh, there's a lot of them who are apart from the design space trying to get into the management bit of it so uh, how important are human relations and being able to communicate or uh, organize the team and be able to understand you know different motivations of set, sets of people and you're also uh, doing departments uh, which are directly not uh, your strength area so logistics production marketing and i'm sure there's like five or 10 of them so how did you was it an on the job learning how do you go about that i think uh, i think i always tell creative people especially who are who are listening to us today and otherwise who are part of the community the creative community that uh, you know uh, start when you when you when it all starts with the creative idea that is the very very crucial step which you take you know so don't get baffled about uh, too many things at that point in time don't think how it will happen who who will sponsor my event how the execution will happen how will people help me or not help me will things happen or not happen spend spend some time on your creative thought process and that's when the whole journey begins because if you can give your time to the creative thought process slowly slowly the loop and the energy that that creativity spreads people start believing in your project so right. if you want people to believe in your project you have to be in the core why most of the why so many events and ips fail because the the core is the core is missing you know so i always say that keep the thought uh, keep the whole idea of core in place you know keep the creative idea in place and then you start the next part of it you know the whole management side of it yes you may not have your strength like i didn't know how to make business plans many people don't know how to make business plans i didn't know how to make business plans so you meet you meet professionals you meet agencies i didn't know how to make a pr plan i met a pr agency and pr agency do things for you you don't know how to make a social media plan so you make, make create a social media team who will work with you however the agencies which are working with you should always believe in your vision of creativity then you will okay. find a lot of people you will find a lot of people who will who will uh, be your agency or who will be uh, who will support you on all all of these other things like logistics there will be a company for logistics there'll be a company to manage your hospitality there'll be a company to manage your your social media there'll be a company to manage your uh, you know the legal aspects and and thing like that so 
don't worry about that mm. when you start the process only focus on the on your vision and focus on your creative side of it got it got it so a uh, very valuable lesson uh, on that point in today's time especially people who are graduating after 2017 uh are dealing with a totally different uh, approach of the industry towards job creation and uh, also the creative aspect of it uh, so how important do you think is tech uh, the uh, understanding of tech and financial education for them i think the i think tech tech definitely plays a big role you know tech is uh, plays a very big role but i also feel i also feel that once you understand technology you don't have to personally do technology you have to get an expert to do the job for you you know right. just because an entrepreneur don't take your laptop and start sitting and start coding you know because many people think oh i'll do a diy and i will sit down and start coding and i'll start learning everything i'll start making everything on my own i just say okay get the basic knowledge of technology get your basic knowledge of your shopify get your woocommerce idea understand how servers work how what domain names are and you know get your basic knowledge in place mm. but you don't have to sit down and do technology yourself because if you are going to do that who will drive the who will drive the vision of the company who will drive the creative side of the company and that's the key factor you know and i feel right. technology is important technology is important learning every step of technology is important understand having the financial knowledge is important but you don't have to do it there are experts to do it always go by an expert always listen to an expert you are an expert in your creative job you are an expert as a designer you are an expert as a event manager or event planner or you know you focus there and let other people do their job right think uh, uh better get better at arranging or organizing a team than trying to get better at a particular skill yourself right 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 you know in the beginning you, in the beginning you may have you may have uh, you know you may have to bootstrap the entire process when i say bootstrap you may not be able to hire the best and the best you know because you are going to start small you know depending on where are you starting from but even if you are bootstrapping it if it may be your sister who's helping you in the business it may be your friend who's helping a cousin brother who's helping in the business divide the work looking at the strength of people so if you have three member like in my case my family was always there to help me out so there were a certain part like hospitality hospitality logistics and was given to my brother who could manage it better than anybody else so he got his strength because we were small we could not afford those kind of like big agencies to things do do things for us similarly right. when it was a designer management when it was a designer management and designer registration my, ma- my neha came into play and she she felt that uh, you know uh, i felt that she was better than many people i could have ever got because she gave a direction and vision to the project so in the beginning when you start you will get your friends and close ones but yes keep the keep this in mind don't put everything on your own head let people yeah. do their jobs distribute your work and and so that you can drive the company as a entrepreneur got it got so very so to take uh, input from your friends and family because they'll be the ones who will give you honest feedback and uh, help you out the most got it great yes uh, awesome so uh, moving on to the lighter side of questions uh, we'd like yes. everybody to know you better and uh, because we'll be having more of these interactions in the future and potentially some interesting things to do um, so please tell us what was uh, your 
बिगेस्ट और द हैप्पीएस्ट मोमेंट फॉर द लास्ट थ्री टू फाइव इयर्स और अ सीरीज ऑफ इवेंट्स दैट यू क्रिएटेड दैट मेड यू द मोस्ट हैप्पी आई थिंक वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट हैप्पीएस्ट मोमेंट वाज मी लीविंग मुंबई एंड कमिंग टू गोवा
so that is definitely something that people will think about uh okay so moving on to our next question uh what are you currently watching uh what is playing on your netflix what's playing on your prime <laughs> so when the whole covid thing started it was like you know oh, i now i'll get get the time to you know watch my favorite series and you know finish that cha- finish that series which we could not finish and going through netflix and everything uh unfortunately after 15 days <laughs> after 15 days life got back to its own place where you know oh when oh shit there's nothing to do now let's watch netflix because for 15 days i continuously watched netflix like morning <laughs> evening and following series but now now i am thinking about uh, i'm spending a lot of time um, understanding technology understanding artificial intelligence uh, automation uh, understanding uh, how to uh, post covid situation which is november Uh, what are the things that we should be ready with how we should make the you know uh, uh, india beach fashion week from a physical platform and online platform if if we required to be uh, or maybe become one of the reality series on netflix or amazon as a india beach platform oh you that's know? amazing so that's a killer idea yeah. killer idea so i'm thinking a lot of time on uh, making the beach uh, life's a beach for uh, a netflix or amazon that's what i'm thinking right now <laughs> very cool i think uh, that would be one of the most uh, one of the b- best takeaways to do from netflix to apply that in a concept of a show uh, but yeah. i mean that's great any any uh, series that you binge watched and absolutely loved and the ones that that you oh, yes. loved uh, yeah like uh, i loved ozark so ozark is something that i was waiting for i finished it start to end <laughs> again the whole series revolves around an entrepreneur's journey so i love yeah. it <laughs> and um, of course money heist because of the of the vision of the professor i think right. that's so cool when one some somebody can plan from start to end the entire world you know that was so cool so these were two favorite series in the last which i have completed apart from a lot more i think india india is doing some very cool and crazy content right now the indian indian directors and writers and actors they are doing some very very cool content so it, it's a, it's india's time i feel i feel in many ways in many ways india is going to play a very very prominent role in many ways for sure for sure because uh, i think the digital platform itself is giving and now with with a phone instagram and facebook everybody potentially has uh, the reach to across the millions to say what they want to say so uh, it's just about being able to create something really cool and interesting that people want to watch or uh, be a part yeah. of i'm sure you would like to see how life's a beach yeah, i would love to <laughs> <laughs> where you have fashion of course where you have fashion you have glamour and you add uh, add some interesting reality content and and yeah. you have goa so you know whatever we do has to revolve around the whole idea of of goa and uh, travel and resort right this is a perfect combination so in in our uh, first episode so this is very similar to what you just said uh, in the first episode we had uh, the very popular and talented singer was joy barua and uh, i was asking him uh, how being from northeast or staying in that region affected his music and this is something that he said uh, that you know um, the flavor of the place or the kind of culture that we have there affected a lot into the kind of tunes he makes and which is something similar to what you said you know being in goa affects your uh, strategy in a very different way yeah yeah <laughs> super great 
so uh, if you were to again this is something that i always ask if you were to give an advice to your 10 year younger self uh, what would it be and why 10 <laughs> year younger self i think um, the only advice i think i would like to um, give if i would be 10 years is that uh, you know uh, read read below the dotted lines read the <laughs> read the financial papers very well which most of the creative people are poor at you know read under the dotted lines and uh, yeah get yourself more financially educated you know because it can screw you big time at times you know so <laughs> because for a creative person the world is very different and uh, you know so this is like i always said this is a realization which you have and the learning which you have you know so that is one that would be one of those things uh, rest i don't think i have any regrets you know i don't think i have any regrets to the decisions or whatever we have taken i think we are good we are we are we are, we are positive you know and i think being positive is a very good state of mind no absolutely i agree because i uh, we, we very at even at redesign we certainly believe that uh, you know uh, the kind of thoughts or that you have attracts the kind of uh, attention that you get and misery attracts misery so it's better to be positive and happy than attract misery to yourself uh, that's exactly try to go with um, okay so uh, one another very important question for because this is going to go on a podcast and this is uh, for not just for our audience but uh, for uh, customers as well that you know there's a lot of challenges that you face and there are hard times and they potentially change you as a person uh, with a with a big learning that you take away from that so um, can you share one of your experiences uh, wherein you overcame a big challenge and that changed you as a person yeah i think uh, you know once you are into that process of of creating that company or your vision or entrepreneurship you will face challenges you will fall down you will you will, you will come across those situations uh, in my case in my case it was also when we first our first seasons of uh, of uh, the show of india beach fashion week which was earlier called as irfw which which we started you know uh, we thought too big you know we thought really big and uh, when we thought so big we didn't we didn't know the consequences it can bring into your life how it can affect you and how it can hit you you know uh, so we thought so big we went all way out we all we went all way out we we got the entire world to uh, to be part of the show and um, and uh, and post the show we realized that oh this whole ip and this whole season has been has put us 5 years before 5 years behind you know in terms of numbers in terms of commerce and then you have to fill that gap and that time which you take to fill that gap really it's like that's the stressing time when you know you are minus by say 2 3 4 crores you know in your show you know and then you need to fill that gap and you only have 6 months or 1 year to do it right you know right so entrepreneur literally goes through these experiences all his life and and some people realize it early and they start putting things and they don't take such huge risks in my yeah. case i realized it in 2012 you know i realized it in 2012 and since then i have been more practical i have been more i think great things become when when they are boutique in nature and and when they give more value 
rather than being very big and big size uh, those were the thoughts that this whole thing gave it to me because before 2012 i believed that everything has to be very big got it you know it has to be big and big and big and big but today you see all the bigs and bigs and bigs will they fall faster than the small ones the basics the basics and the boutique kind of concepts are doing really well than just the big concepts so that was very strong learning that we had got it and it uh, so putting changed the way that you look at business or the way you strategize things now yes because you then you started realizing that your pnl has to be positive you have to your profit and loss which is pnl uh, is it has to be prof- positive you may make a great event and you might have a great valuation but when you need the money you need the money you know got and it. that's when and that's when uh, that's only happens when once your pnl your new pnl positive you know because you have to take care of your team you have to take care of expenses you have to take care of your vendors you have to keep motivating them and all that needs money so as long as you may not do such a big thing but try and keep your pnl uh, uh, which is don't think too much about valuation oh we'll do this we'll get great valuation try to be profitable on the paper try to uh, take steps which makes you profitable even if not huge profits at least break even you know do do those thought processes and you'll get there when you take small steps which are break even little profits you get there your books will show positive you will mm-hmm. get big when in times to come but but you should not uh, take go from you know step 1 to step 10 that never happens you have to right. go step wise right so small small wins small incremental changes uh, to your journey and learn as you go uh, would be a key uh, take away from this conversation i think uh, great so uh in in terms of uh, so i'll just take the last 5 or 10 minutes for uh, up to uh, between close the conversation last two questions yes uh, you're yes. also in the food space uh, we know that uh, that you've created some very amazing very creative experiences uh, in the culinary experience space and uh, i yes. wanted to bring that out to the audience uh i was able to uh, you you took me through one of those small i we, i think quite for just 5 or 10 minutes i'd love to spend more time but uh, please talk about what you've created in the food fashion, fashion and event is spoken about in the food space so i think i lost you there i think because because of the connection can you repeat the question again because i think the the internet is showing me some problems here uh so i'm asking uh, about the experiences that you've created in the food space uh in the culinary experiences like you say in that space and uh, what has that been like uh what is it called in goa and what's the whole journey are you able to hear me Uh, I, I, I somehow I'm I'm not able to hear you at this point in time. Got it, got it. I just uh, uh, I was asking about the restaurant that you have in Goa uh, and yeah. the culinary experiences that you've created. Very less people know about the uh, journey that you've taken as a uh, restaurateur and as a food entrepreneur. So I wanted you to take a few minutes and talk about that. Yeah. So so this this is very. I was I was never like thought that this 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 could ever happen. until i joined hands with uh, one of the groups in goa who are you know my friends and and we know each other for a very long time and uh, that's when uh, i took the i took you know i was not i'm not a good cook good cook still i can't make great food but yes 
uh, I felt that uh, through the knowledge and through the experiences of years, I could help my friends who were who were so big and so wow in the whole thing, you know, in the whole idea. So I kept helping them and uh, kept working on making their experiences better from a from a from a style point of view or from experience point of view or from a marketing point of view. I think uh, you should add value to every wherever you bring your experiences to. So that's where uh, you know. But yeah, I'm not so big into the food and and the culinary side because we are focusing on on other things right now. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much, uh, Palla, for taking the time. Uh, we've spent a good fifty minutes in this conversation. Yeah. Uh, lots yeah. of learnings from this. We're gonna be putting on our podcast on Spotify, so everybody who's watching or who will have missed it, you can share uh, with them uh, in the in the coming future. Uh, while closing i have just one last question before we close the close this session uh, is what advice would you give to uh, entrepreneurs who are just starting out or graduating in the covid scenario and how do you see the future of this changing uh, i just feel that like i've been telling from uh, from the time we started the whole process is that uh, you know what one one thing that will always keep you moving and going is your creative process so don't compromise on that part of it you know keep your creative process to optimum because after a point of time everything becomes generic only only the creative thought processes will rise you know that's one thing second is uh, keep yourself updated on technology and 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 think how you can move to the technology space like i said you may not have to sit and program and code yourself but keep yourself updated with what technology is uh, get hold with the good teams who are working on this space whether it's technology whether it is you know the whole ai side of it or the automation side of it speak to them talk to them spend time with them get to understand things try to collaborate as much as possible because collaborations is most important at this point in time you know yeah. it's 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 time when you don't you don't want to go out there and do all everything on your own so collaborate consolidate you know like for example i was talking about the fashion and the textile industry we have taken this whole cause of you know make in india buy indian you know so at this point of time we are collaborating with a lot of fashion professionals from the country we are collaborating with a lot of even the fashion weeks you know where we think that it's not the time to have competition now is the time to collaborate so three things i would say keep your creative processes as high as possible don't let it go down at any any cost uh, get to understand technology as much as possible you know like i said you don't have to sit and do it yourself but get to hold of people or agencies and and individuals who are working on this space get to learn what goes into it and and like i said the third point where uh, i feel consolidation and collaboration so try putting instead of doing 100 things on your own try to collaborate with people try to consolidate with people try to uh, you know uh, work things around which is a which is a win win situation for both you know and i think then you'll do the job right awesome great uh, i think a big big take away from that uh, collaboration learning and tech uh, these three are going to be some very important points and uh, we'll come back and explore these points with you again in the